Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You're listening to a special episode of Popcorn Podcast where we chat to the directors of The Lost City, Adam and Aaron Nee. I'm Timmy Fland, movie buff. And I'm Lee Livingstone, entertainment journalist. And we love to talk all things movies and we're excited to bring you this special episode. So let's cover off The Lost City first, which is an odd couple action comedy about reclusive romance novelist Loretta Sage, who gets kidnapped by an eccentric billionaire while on a book tour with her cover model. Determined to prove he's more than just a pretty face, cover model, aka Dash, heads into the jungle to haphazardly rescue Loretta with mixed results. The Lost City is directed by Adam and Aaron Nee, who are also directing the upcoming Masters of the Universe. And it's from a screenplay by the brothers Nee. You know, when, when I say that out loud, it sounds like the Knights of Nee. You know? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Monty Python. Anyway, I digress. Also, screenplay by Oren Uziel and Dana Fox from a story by Seth Gordon. And The Lost City stars Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum, Daniel Radcliffe and Brad Pitt. Now, Adam and Aaron Nee are riding high right now with the incredible reaction to their first big blockbuster, The Lost City, which premiered at South by Southwest in March of this year. At the time of recording, where the film has only been in cinemas for a few weeks, it has already taken in $164 million worldwide from a budget of just $68 million. That's incredible. Yeah, oh, that's an amazing result. So the sibling filmmakers wanted to make a romantic adventure that would provide an escape for audiences similar to the 80s and 90s era of popcorn flick classics like Raiders of the Lost Ark, Romancing the Stone, and even Goonies and Back to the Future. Such great films. And Popcorn Podcast got to sit down with the brothers recently where they shared how the lost city touched people in surprising ways how working with someone who always has your back can be a cheat code to success and they even revealed that one of them 
might not actually exist, Tim. (laughs) (laughs) I love that part of the interview. Well, without further ado, let's take a listen, shall we? Loretta Sage is missing. I'm going to rescue her. I just want her to think of me as more than a cover model. Let's start living dangerously. Hi, guys. It's Lee from Popcorn Podcast here. Thank you so much for talking to us about The Lost City today. I'm very excited. (laughs) Thank you. It's nice to meet you, Lee. So what was it about The Lost City that grabbed you guys and made you want to take this project on? Oh, we just, it just was so fun reading it. We were, when we read this movie, it was October of 2020 in you know the middle of some hard times of the pandemic and just some divisiveness in the country and like just reading it it just felt like the escape that we wanted to go on like the adventure that we wanted to take ourselves we were very eager to throw our hats into the into the ring it was just add to that that this this movie taps into the films that were formative for us growing up that are just in our DNA and we love so much. And so having an opportunity to operate in those genres and in the vein of these these movies that we care so much about was a very, very exciting opportunity. Can you give us some examples? What are the kind of films that you guys really loved when you were growing up? I wore out the VHS tape of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, it watched it so many times. Romancing the Stone, of course. But it's it's really it's sort of that that genre of these very fun popcorn films that would include Goonies and Back to the Future and movies where you are you're going to the theater to escape into another world and just have fun for a couple hours. And the film has been so well received, which must be really exciting for you guys. What was it like being back at South by Southwest with a film like this and the reception? That was an amazing experience. I mean, our first movie that we made for $20,000, like the tiniest indie in the world, premiered at South by Southwest. And that was like our entrance into being filmmakers. So to go back to South by and play at the Paramount Theater for 1,300 people who were screaming and yelling at the screen and laughing. It just, it was truly surreal and like something that it's, it's hard to articulate, but we were just incredibly grateful to be invited back and play with them. What's one of the best reactions that you've received from someone about the film? Oh, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> I, you know, what comes to my mind is um, is a family who is actually, they were grieving a loss in their life, not unlike the character San- Sandy plays, and said that this was the first time that they just let go and laughed in in a year. And that was really meaningful because that's that was the goal of this, this movie, because on, on a global level, I think people have been going through a real struggle. This has been a difficult couple of years. And we wanted to create an opportunity that just gave people license to laugh and let go for a little bit. And you guys have worked together on a few projects now. What are the benefits or maybe the challenges of working with your brother so closely? It it sort of feels like a cheat code or something. I feel for my other director friends who go it alone because, you know, it's a crazy political, difficult, you know, world to manage. There's just so many moving pieces and um, big personalities and so much money on the line. And to have someone that you trust so implicitly, not only creatively, but just as like a partner in life is a is an amazing uh, blessing. There's the two heads are better than one side of it. But then also just knowing that somebody's got your back all the time too. Uh, whatever the challenge may be popping up uh, when you're traveling with somebody who can catch you if you stumble or you know, might be seeing something that you're not seeing, that's that's invaluable. But we can never be in the same room at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We won't speak to each other, though. Yeah. 
send messages through like we send messages or... through yeah we developed our own like brother language and it really annoys people it's a lot of like yeah hand signals and clicking sounds and one of us <laughs> one of us doesn't actually exist that's right one of us is cg and one of us is a very good cg artist so which one is which or do we have to guess you know, Aaron actually can do animation and visual effects, so I'm starting to wonder if I'm not real. <laughs> I haven't had very many of my own thoughts or feelings in a long time, so maybe that's why. And maybe that's why he made me handsomer. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's so fun to see Daniel Radcliffe in a role like this as well as this maniacal villain. What was it about him that convinced you he'd be right for the role? We saw from the choices that, that Daniel had been making in, in the movies that he was doing and his show that he was very serious about exploring his limits and seeing what he was capable of and, and also just wanted to be doing roles and stuff that pushed, pushed the boundary of audience expectations of him. So we could see from that, from what he was doing, that he's he is a very interesting, very talented, very capable actor. It wasn't until we had him on set and we're working with him that we realized he's not only an incredible actor, but he's he's an incredible person. Yeah, I didn't like him. Yeah, <laughs> but Adam's not real. But I'm not yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. So Sandra Bullock is obviously so great at physical comedy. How do you go about directing a legend like that, or do you just get out of the way? Like many great actors that I've met, not that she isn't one of the most extraordinary, and like it's such a blessing to have been able to work with her. But actors want to be directed, and she loved the fact that we would direct her and work things out with her because she's an explorer in a scene. She's like trying to find little things and things that she can do to add those extra layers. And she wants that collaboration, that partnership and that feedback. So it was an incredible relationship and process working with her because she brings so much to the table, but she's also pliable and wants to collaborate on that level. Yeah, I think too, a big part of our role as the director is to create a safe space for an actor to explore, to uh, try ideas out. And and part of what creates that that safety is someone like Sandy can trust that we are thinking about how this fits in the big picture of not just this scene, but the scene that's going to come before it and that's going to come after it and the whole tone of the movie. And so she can safely explore knowing that if something is going to start taking the movie in a wrong direction or wouldn't fit with um, what we're doing with another character, that that we've got an eye on that. One thing I have to ask is there's a scene where um, she's sort of strutting along the tarmac with the, you know, the goons on either side of her. Was that an intentional miscongeniality reference? Because it, it looked so similar. It was definitely like we knew we knew that it looked similar. Like we definitely there's a lot of throughout the movie. There are a lot of very like winky moments to famous films because this movie in a lot of ways is a celebration of great popcorn fun movies like we want to be in that zone we want to be that like cinematic escape that those movies were so we definitely like knew we were doing some winking at the camera occasionally but yeah you know every time that we did wanted to find the way that how is this different how is this kind of a a little bit of putting a twist on it or turning it on its head a little and like that that miscongeniality moment is such a 
a moment of kind of like empowerment and you know this is her coming out you know looking incredible and this and for this moment uh, uh we wanted to feel like yeah she looks incredible but she does not belong here this is not going to work um this is a big mistake putting her in a jungle uh in a yeah. sequin jumpsuit and one of the most iconic scenes, obviously, is Sandra um, being wheeled away in a wheelbarrow by Brad Pitt and Channing Tatum holding her foot, which is hilarious, while massive explosions go off. What are the logistics of pulling off a scene like that? Is it one and done, or did you get a few tries at it? We got one try on it, uh, <laughs> and that was Brad Pitt's first day, too. And we had a very narrow window that we had to work with him. And on his first day, it's nearing the end of the day. The sun is going down. We've got one shot at it because while it's possible to reset the explosions and the vehicles, there's not time enough to do it before we lose the sun. And so we've got one shot shot at getting everybody in their places, in the right position for that stuff to explode, for the explosion to go off correctly, to time the little things of Brad's hair flip and all of those things. Those are the kinds of moments, too, where you really feel the benefit of having an incredible cast and an incredible crew to, to pull something off like that because everybody like brad's unflinching as vehicles are actually exploding behind him uh and channing is totally his character and, and introduces this funny little prance that he came up with there in that moment <laughs> and sandy's reaction couldn't be more perfect like they're such pros that you can pull off something that's that's that narrow of a uh, opportunity and you've got the lost city now and you guys are working on masters of the universe with its huge ip they're very different films how are your careers changing and and is this where you envisioned them going? That's a good question. It's, you know, it's very fascinating. I think that the Lost City and Masters do have like a little more connective tissue than maybe they would seem because Masters of the Universe, though it is like this big mythology and IP and like sci-fi world, it's very silly and funny too. So it's going to be like a super fun, funny ride, um, not too dissimilar from Lost City. I couldn't be more grateful for the way things are going. I hope that we get to do uh, many different types of movies throughout our career, but uh, these as the next couple feels very fun. Oh, it's just because we feel equally comfortable in these great big giant tentpole zones that we love and we grew up with, but also like the small intimate things. And our hope would be that our career allows us to move between those two spaces of doing the very personal, smaller, uh, more intimate kind of films. And then those big sprawling adventures that you go to see in the theater with, with your friends. And where are you guys at with Masters of the Universe? Can you, can you tell us anything? We, we just had a production meeting before we got on this. So we are, you know, we're like, we're, we're building and ramping up and getting ready to go soon. Very exciting. Yeah, very exciting. Can't wait it's, to see it. It's going to be great. Yeah. Like with Lost City, we're balancing those tones. We're and looking for big explosive set pieces that are a lot of fun, but also the quirky, strange characters that are a part of that property that we, we don't want to lose. We want to hold on to and find those ways of bringing the weirdness and the strange color to it. Well, I know everyone wants to know if She-Ra is going to be in it, and I know you won't reveal that, but I have to ask, is there going to be a CGI Adam in it? A CGI Adam? <laughs> yeah. No. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you popped up in a little cameo in uh, yeah. The Lost City, I... didn't you? I'm going to become a real boy for the movie. Um, <laughs> this is how I finally come alive is I have to come alive in the story of a movie. That's how I materialize, which is also we're selling the rights to that movie idea as well. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much for your time today, thank guys. You. I really it's appreciate so it. Me too. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank you. The Red Sage, getting you out of here. Why are you so handsome? My dad was a weatherman. 
Hey, whoa, she doesn't oh. need saving in there. Okay. Uh, what are you doing in there? Lee, that was awesome. Now, look, I, I, I got to say this. So obviously you and I disagreed in our reactions to the Lost City. So you can... Just a bit. <laughs> just slightly. So you can check out the episode uh, on all podcast platforms now where we do discuss the film. But there's no denying that Aaron and Adam make a great team and the intention behind this film is pure love for the genre they're playing Pure in. love. Pure love. 100%. The guys were just so much fun to chat with and we can't wait to see what they have in store for us with Masters of the Universe. By the power of Grey Skull. <laughs> oh god we really do have a fan in you lee oh, I, I love it masters of the universe is great there's actually an animated series on netflix at the moment that everyone should check out it's very cool by kevin smith okay all right i'll, I'll add it to the list mm. the longest list you've ever seen <laughs> yes. all right well in the meantime the lost city is available on digital from june 1 guys Well, that's it for our very special episode of Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim, where we interviewed Adam and Aaron Nee, the directors of The Lost City. As always, guys, thank you so much for listening. And we'll catch you next time. We are now on YouTube where you will find our latest celebrity video interviews. Simply search Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim and make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.